Good evening, November Foxtrot. Evening, Hello. evening. We're back, we're back. Ah. Oh, you've gone blurry. Oh, you're back. Hey. Hello, everybody. <laughs> How is everyone? Hey. Yeah, good, mate. I'm good, thank you. I'm a little bit toasty. Uh, hello, Kenny Rebel. Hello, you beautiful folders. Hello, Harry. Evening, you bunch of dirty folders. Uh, hi, Karen. Hi, Les. Welcome, welcome. Lads, lads, lads. Oi, oi, boys. And on time, too. Absolutely, Mark. Oh, we're always on time. You are the ones with the wrong clock. <laughs> yeah. Like we're, like, we're like Gandalf, mate. We arrive exactly when we're supposed to. Uh, yeah. Ray says, evening <laughs> nonce sandwiches. Love it. Yummy. There was a nonce sandwich, a nonce between two slices of bread, or between two no, nonces. A... No, or the or the filling. No, don't nonce go sandwich. down here. Yeah, don't go down that rabbit hole. I don't want to be that. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 we're not going to, down no, that. Nobody wants to be that. Jesus. <laughs> hi, John. Hi, wow. Daniel Brewer. Hello, boys. Good evening, Daniel. Hi, Daz. Hi, oh, hi, oh, hi. Yeah, apologies oh. for last week. We had a little bit of a nightmare in that somebody was on holiday, um, and then. Oh, yeah. And then one, uh, Lance had Enjoying a bit yourself. of a family emergency, and yeah. uh, as a group and a collective, we didn't think that anyone would want to listen to me for an hour and a half on my own. So uh, I would. I'd listen to you. Oh, thanks, yes, mate. Yeah. Hi, James Wilkins. Adventure Studio, just going swimming <laughs> in gym. Catch up later. Have a good one, everyone. YouTube is not the correct platform for me to explain what a nonce sandwich <laughs> yeah. is. I don't think there is a platform to explain that no, one, right? <laughs> if I'm honest, yeah. mate. <laughs> Yeah, there's certain things that just need to be kept in our yeah. own minds. Metropolitan Police Twitter account is normally quite good for that. <laughs> yeah, was it Operation U Tree or something? Yeah, yeah. Operation YouTube Tree. Hi, Ryan. Good evening. Welcome sorry, welcome. I missed a few weeks. Oh, you will be in. sorry. <sighs> Call yourself a supporter. Everyone's in. Everyone's in tonight. It's great. We're all in tonight. Um, so tonight we're going to be talking about. The recent Stuff. Empire events, we're going to be doing a debrief of that. So this was the sniper event that we three were in attendance of. No, no, no. Andy couldn't make it because you were on Andy holiday. Was I was on holiday because he's selfish. I was, I I was on holiday in a ghillie suit <laughs> and you didn't even realise I was yeah. like that. Actually, yeah, it's a massive lie. He actually didn't go on holiday. He was there all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just by the fire, just sat there. So yeah. we're going to be talking about that. Um, we were in attendance as non-combative players, effectively. So... We, we weren't there as an active uh, gaming force. We, we were there basically as DS team. As annoyance. Um, as annoyance, yeah. yes. So we'll be talking about that. So Andy's going to be leading the interview on that um, between Am last I? night as well. You are? You weren't uh, there. You said you wanted to. Um, <laughs> we're also going to be talking about Airsoft and Milsey Moon Hot Weather. Um, there's a natural follow-on from that as well. Because uh, it's hot. Because obviously it's Obviously. very hot at the moment. It's warm. Isn't it? Although, did everyone Sorry, enjoy the that... thunderstorms last night? Ooh. Did I didn't see these thunderstorms uh, last night. Oh, we had some really night. good ones. Well, but you, you, I was up your, well, not your way, no, I was at um, Uxbridge, but I didn't see any thunderstorms last night. That's way. not my way. It's, it's, it's closer to your way than where I live. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, up north? <laughs> yeah. That's north for me, Uxbridge. Uxbridge. Right slip. <laughs> right slip. <laughs> There we go. Let's roll into the news. <laughs> news. So, thought I'd left the chat, room, but I hadn't. <laughs> yeah. Our top story. 
What is that? Oh, that's oh, nice. Ticks. Hang on, hang on. Oh, that's good. Ticks, I gonna, oh, ticks. I was going to get a searchlight on. Yeah. Ticks. Oh, not my head piece. Oh, right. Oh, okay. I, I, have, I have experienced my first tick. Whoop, whoop, um, whoop, whoop. For, for <laughs> can I stop this now? Not can aware. I stop? Yeah, you can stop now. Thank you. Uh, for those that are not aware of what a tick is, is a small parasitic insect which crawls on you when you go through grass or uh, various habitats that it lives in. Uh, oh, it then I got burrows, that wrong then. burrows its mouth parts into you and basically proceeds to suck your blood until it becomes like a large little bean-shaped insect. They are horrible, they are nasty, and they are not very nice. So I highly recommend if you go anywhere and you are playing out in grass, long grass. I wasn't in a lot of long grass, and this is why I was quite surprised and why I wanted to mention it. But if you are rolling around in the grass and you're on your belt buckles for a long period of time in an environment, when you get out of that environment, you get home, check yourself for ticks. Loads of stuff online to be able to find out what they look like. There's hundreds of pictures. I've got a picture I can show you. If you really want to see it, it's a bit blurry, unfortunately. But they are nasty fuckers. So check yourself for ticks. And also, if you're going to remove it, YouTube how to remove a tick. Because if you do not remove it properly, it scares the tick. The tick then basically vomits whatever it's got in its stomach back into you. And then you can get Lyme disease, which yep. is a nasty, horrible disease. Ticks are the fucking worst. Yeah. So check yourself for ticks. You get a tick removal tool from Boots. Blowtorch. 99 I think it is. It's not even that much. No, so burning them, <coughs> burning them is not a good idea because they get scared and then they throw up. And you basically. burn yourself, I'm guessing, as well. And, and there's a risk. I mean, this thing's tiny, so if you're using a fucking blowtorch, then yeah. Obviously. yeah a, a welding torch or mid-welder. Yeah. Yeah. Oxycetylene oh. tank. Uh, yeah. Steven says, did I flick it off? I did not flick it off. Um, I used a pair of tweezers because I, I won't lie, I was a little bit scared. Because I was like yeah. having read up on Lyme disease. No, I read up on Lyme disease. That was the worst thing to well, do. Well, that was Lyme that was a mistake. Um, so I basically just got as oh, much skin come. underneath the tick as possible and just yanked the whole lot out. Um, I effectively biopsied myself <laughs> to get the tick. Yeah. Out. <laughs> so I've now yeah, got no. a great gaping wound. In did my, you in have my to? Um, what did you uh, treat the actual remaining hole with afterwards? His uh, I smeared in Germany. Germany, yeah. Because I didn't have any iodine. Whiskey uh, iodine would have been a good shout. Yeah. Um, I also used an antiseptic wipe, like one of those little alcohol wipes. So I, I smeared that in, and then. But you need to make sure you get the mouth parts out because the mouth parts can can where they burrow those into you, they can stay in there, and that causes you all sorts of potential problems as well. So yeah, ticks are horrible. Check for them. If you find one, Google it. Find out how to remove it. Do it properly. Very important. Ticks are shit. Les yes. says, cheers, Mike, I'll tick that off my list. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Steve had a good one. Oh, no, yeah. you read that one. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was behind. Uh, Check, please. And he says, not very tickety-boo. Oh, here we go. Look, there we go. James C. Very nasty things. Left a mate of mine with stroke-type symptoms. Yeah. They are, they are horrible. Very nasty things. Left a mate of mine uh, with stroke-type symptoms. Bloody hell. Yeah, Stephen, Stephen the, says well, if you get that bullseye disease. rash go see a doctor as well that's important yeah. so yeah Good grief well touch wood about, I've never had a tickety boo it. there's a think about three to five species of tick as well that you can get um, mm -hmm. which vary in size so yeah do or native to the if anything, yeah, if there's anything clinging to you basically get rid of it don't, don't keep it you don't need a new friend sound advice Mike <laughs> that is okay. a good one. Yeah. If you've got someone clingy, 
fuck them off. Just fuck them <laughs> off. Yeah. Get away from me, you tick motherfucker. All right. Um, Fine. All right, I've got some other news, but I'm gonna <laughs> get away. Clingy's gone. <laughs> um, I've got some other news, but I, I'm conscious that you guys also have some news, so I'll uh, rotate it round. Who wants to go next? You can go if you want, Mike. <laughs> sure. Andy's muted. He's just going hit the camera smiley. Sorry, I didn't mean I to didn't do that. You. <laughs> I, got some news. I didn't even I got have my hand on this. Ooh. I can't remember who it's made by now. Who's that? Who's that? Comms made by Red Face. Red, red box. Red face. Oh, red, red, red com. Red, red, red rum. Red something or other. Anyhow, code red. It's, a, it's code, code red. red. That's, That's a kitty. Um, the bone conducting headset, which I got off Alex Hillary's husband, John, I believe his name is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely gleaming bit of kit. It was a bit weird when I first put it on because, like I just said to you before we came on, was that there's nothing in my ear, but I can hear the radio. So that was a bit of a yeah, mind fuck. Sounds- but um, but yeah, really good. So I'm well happy with that. So there it is, all its patriotic glory. La, la, very la, nice. La, la, la. Very nice. Nice big PTT for my stupid hand. Go, go, go! Can you hear me? <laughs> so that's that. And it, and, and it would stop people shooting it in your ear, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no more, no no girly screams if you have got one of them on because you can't shoot it out of your ear because <laughs> it's not in it to start with. And I've got a British Army Northern Line Patrol pack. Ooh, I bet that's odor surplus. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I literally uh, it arrived I ran a hot bath and I just put the entire thing over my head and just laid down in the bubble bath <laughs> yeah. just taking it all in <laughs> oh. I mean I don't get, get me wrong I like a bit of odor surplus but that's too far <laughs> yeah. yeah it was beautiful a few candles lit a few candles a tactical tug yeah. Yeah. <laughs> blindfolded microfiber towel at the ready <laughs> oh, I really like I really like surplus stuff yeah. Oh, yeah. where's oh. my tick remo- where's my tick removal tool <laughs> Oh. <laughs> that doesn't really warrant a searchlight, does it? No, you don't want to no. do that. <laughs> got to do it slower. Yeah. <laughs> like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, dear. So that's my news. Um, we have got the, I've got the other Andy, bit of news here, but we'll talk about that in a little while. Yeah, Andy, you've got some news. Andy's Ooh, got yes. news. I have some news. We have been very nicely um, given some more discount codes. Um, for White Sphere Tactical. Um, so we have been given two codes for them, uh, very generous. So we've been given uh, a 5% off of TM, Crytac and Novridge. Um, uh, but everything else in store is 10% off, including something that has Ooh. been... Ooh. Ooh, indeed. Which is Ooh. Um, also including their own kit, which has lovely been... We've been gifted a belt... For a future giveaway. Who? Ooh. Oh, indeed. All the it's proper tonight. nice that. Yeah, it is nice. Um, so very well I don't made. know if it's actually got a name on it. Obviously, it's White Sphere. It's White Sphere Tactical. Tactical, it's but their obviously own. what their what their battle belt shooters belt. So, so this yeah. is a full kit. Dump pouch. You know, you you put individual eye fact there as well. Mm-hmm. You got the <clears throat> the inner belt as well as the outer. The Cobra buckle setup system on the front. Yeah, we are very, very grateful to uh, the guys at White. Yeah, we're going to need to come up so with thanks. a really good giveaway for that. That's going to have to yeah. be a very good giveaway, girls yeah. and boys. Some yeah. sort of challenge. Thank you, thank you very much, like Steve and Jake. Um, it's very much appreciated. Yep, nice one, chaps. Um, and as a thank you, if everyone could uh, pop over there and just uh, buy a little Have a little perusal. 
Yeah. I've got something on, on my list of things that I want to get next. I think Andy's in the same boat as me. The uh, the dump pouch with the five five six and the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so they do a lovely little dump pouch, and it's it's lovely, isn't it? It's a perfect size. It's just and it's to save space. He's put the uh, a magazine pouch inside the dump pouch. Oh, yeah. it's lovely. Definitely no looking forward to it. So I am very much looking looking forward to things. Mm-hmm. Yes. There it is. Well, there you go. Oh, there you go. Not quite sure why I felt the need to put HTTPS, but I think that's just <laughs> yeah. doing it quickly. Very, very formal, Mike. Use very the whole formal. thing. Yes, yes, yes. It's use the interweb. The use the interweb properly or don't use it at all. We'll, um, we'll be updating our website in the next couple of days with that on mm-hmm. the Intel section. So if you are listening back, uh, hopefully by the time you listen back, that will already be live. Yep. So there you go. Hopefully. Okay. You won't need to write the link out. You can literally just throw that back. Straight so those back. pouches uh, come in Ranger Green or yes. OG Green? I believe they uh, do. Mate. I think they do black. Uh, no, they do multicam black, OD green. Oh, uh, is it? O- no, it's Ranger green. He's doing not OD green. Same meat. It's pretty gravy, much. It's isn't green, it? isn't it? It's green. Um, <laughs> Rage is going to go mental about that one. Um, yeah, and, we sit there like at his front door. There's yeah. two types of green. <laughs> Trunja. And, and obviously multi-glam. Exactly. But more angry, I think. Yeah. Green! <laughs> like the Hulk. Rage, if you'd like to send us the clip of you shouting green, that would be great. Yeah, from your doorstep. No, Just shouting oh. green as loud as you can at any passerby. No, green. green is green. Good lad. Green is green. One of two types of green. Is there DPM? I very Ooh, much doubt no, it, mate. Very much doubt it. <clears throat> um, might be something that you could message them about. They might be able to do some custom bits of kits. I'm sure if they get a, enough um, potential buyers, they might be able to sort something um, mm. in the future. But yeah, Jake and Steve are really, like, they're very helpful, aren't they? Like, I think Jake was the first to them. give our uh, press ups with a Bergen challenge a go, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Smashed yeah. a few out, yeah, 50 odd in one go. Absolute weapon. jumps on. <laughs> Good lad. Yeah, um, fair play. So, yeah. Um, message them talk to them um, they'll be more than happy to have a look at it talk to me DPM talk to me talk to them <laughs> yeah. well, I did a little patch news. swap with them on the uh, uh, shift your rifts so oh did I've you got, I've got a little cheeky white sphere Ooh. patch it's quite cool I've got a white sphere patch in the roof of my truck yeah. because I... I'm the best you got one Andy <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit like that guy coming out the toilet then after I got my balloon. I've got a pouch on the roof of my truck. My mum thinks that I'm the best. The best. <laughs> what an arse. He was. Yeah, what an arse. I should have uh, shouted yes, out, your mum thinks you're a twat. <laughs> and he'd be like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> this um, this isn't a and a episode, but there are a couple questions that um, I'm being shouted at to ask. Uh, Rage yep. says another question. Those nine mil pouches take an SMG mag. Uh, On the belt here now, Lance, you got an SMG, didn't you? No, no. I you it's all that many, many moons not ago. Yet. Not yet. Oh, I'm not getting another one. No. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say what an MP5. MP5. Probably. I mean, an MP9 no. mag looks like it would probably fit. <laughs> I'll try it after, Rage, and I'll let you know, mate. I think I've got an old 
MP5 mag knocking about. I'll try it. It has got... They do come with, obviously, the... Um, I want to say the Kydex insert. So they yeah. do come with the grippy internals for it as well. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's bloody good, isn't it? It's it is a, a nice really belt. Bit of kit. Yeah, I've not opened anything up yet on it, actually, etc. Uh, Daniel yeah, Brewer like says they take high capper mags and are a snug uh, for them if that helps. For an SMG? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go, then, Rach. Beautiful. So. Uh, there was a question as well that Les sent in uh, a couple of weeks ago, which we didn't answer um, during our cool. Q&A because we thought we'd save it for basically when we're all here. So, guys, list the four things that you would want for Airsoft. Plus, if all four of your list items was in a raffle and you could only buy one ticket for one of the four, what would it be and why? What? So, so what? Of four things <laughs> yeah, I haven't got that I want for airsoft. Yeah, ranked, rank, basically four things that you want for airsoft ranked in like priority order, I guess. Um, well, I don't really want things I would like. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say would like. I'm guessing I think number one on any Milsimers sort of list would be a good set of nods, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Decent set of nods that would probably be up there. Uh, my bolt action sniper rifle would be another one for me. Um, a fully tailored uh, MTP Bergen. Now, whether that's just a standard short back that's been fully tailored or whether I get like uh, a JJ's one, I don't know. One of them. I like the And the fourth one would be World Peace. Which is really useful for an airsoft event. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no Back to the campfire, lads. Let's get the burgers out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was quick. Um, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Fourth one. I can't think. Come back to me. You do your threes, and I'll I'll try and think. Uh, mine would be the same as you, but it'd have to be like a really good pair of nods, mm. like maybe like the big like twenty two, twenty three thousand pound quad. <sighs> Look at your a lot of kit, though, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know if I'd want. I'd, I'd want a really. I'd, I'd. I'd still go with a single monocular. I think, but I'd want a fucking gleaming one, because mm. I'd still like to run the thermal on my weapon as I do now, but then have the have the monocular as for nav. Yeah. Oh, see, I'd want the one stuff. with. I'd want the one with the inbuilt thermal. So you have the night <laughs> vision with the thermal overlay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That looks cool. Where it outlines and it corners yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that's fucking smart. That is. Yeah, I and like you go. That. I can see you moving with me thermal. <laughs> I see you. Yeah. Um, and oh, then yes. uh, my other one would be a. Oh, I've always quite liked the thought of having a cry um, chess rig. Uh, not chess rig, plate carrier. Um, and then I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty happy with my setup. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they'd say it, they were the top three uh, for me. Would be nods, uh, bolt action sniper, and a, a nicely custom, not modern, modern Bergen, yeah. a custom, uh, custom modern Bergen. I'd say a, a, a team Wendy bump helmet, um, full with um, retractable headgear. Like uh, earmores and everything, yeah, I'd be, yeah, I'd be well. If up I was that. to go crazy, uh, for airsoft purposes only, I'd like the smart gun from Aliens. <laughs> oh, 
if that's an option. Or a decent Claymore. Someone that would actually make a half-decent Airsoft Claymore. Not one of the ones that... That would be good, yeah. Yeah, a, or, or, or a yeah, like proper... a trip... A mine... I like how this has gone down the route of rather than thing. practical raffle prizes to I want you to invent me something. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. But yeah, that, my top three are solid. That's what they say. I, get, I know I know. it is a good bag, mate. It is yeah. a good bag. But I would just like to have one that's like a modern one as well. It's got like a skeletal internal mm-hmm. part and all that sort of bit. Not the internal, like the skeletal, so it keeps it off your back a bit, a little bit more air flowing. Because um, well, my one does get hot you know that dragon one that we posted up a few weeks back mm. before I went I'd, I'd I'd quite like that if that was yes. a raffle prize I'd, yes. I'd jump in on one of those definitely absolutely yes me too on the smart gun Harry me and you I'll, I'll be Vasquez you can be um, Drake I'll be <laughs> yeah. Vasquez the Mexican lady the Mexican I could, lady I reckon Ooh. I could pull that off better than you can and then you, <laughs> therefore you can be Drake who's taller as well and you're taller than me so like most people there we go. That's that's all. That's mine and Harry's Halloween sorted. I'll be Vasquez and he will be Drake. I will be the alien <laughs> without the smart guns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rubbish. I'll just be an alien. What about you, Mike? You're very quiet. Uh, mine would be a tank. <laughs> oh, oh, we're, we're going, going down the, the route of. Let's oh. be honest. If we're going to go down the route of ridiculous no, 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 things, no, no, no. let's let's not start ridiculous. <laughs> okay, I won't start ridiculous. I would like. Personally, I'd like MVG, Night Vision. Mm-hmm. That that'd be good. Um, yeah, we know what. Uh, my list was a little bit more sensible. So while I was writing or trying to figure my list out while you guys were talking, I would I would like a proper, comfy, decent pair of boots. Because my list, I, I appreciate. I know there's good boots out there, and I bought good boots, but I would like like a custom insole or something like that for my boots. Because I find that surely that's a thing. Boots, surely you can get them. Yeah, but that's the thing. Done. I'm not trying to come up and reinvent the wheel. I was trying to come up with things <laughs> that I'd actually like to win. Um, I've also got a bit of a passion for the sniping. I want. I want to. I, I had a little play with uh, Silly Gilly's sniper rifle the other day, and that. Oh. I bet you did. <laughs> <laughs> was he awake or nice. asleep at this point? Proper yeah. nice. It's quiet. It's easy to use. It's just. It's just generally lovely. I um, must admit, I was incredibly jealous of the snipers at that event. We we helped um, Empire events out on. And I just thought, like, sitting there thinking, like, you've got them teams of two out there now with other teams of two after them or trying to get past them. I thought, like, the adrenaline must be going through the roof, like, absolutely spiking. Because obviously they've got to get to objectives as well as looking, watching their back, watching all all of their arcs. Because you can just get getting pipped at any time. Do you know what I mean? I was just like, Mm. I bet that's fun. (laughs) (laughs) There's no time to relax there. Well, they're doing it again. You're more than welcome to enter. I've got to get a bolt-action sniper rifle, then. I have everything I need to carry out a sniper role, apart from the main thing, which is a sniper rifle. I've I've gone very arse about face with my sniper loadout. you have to run a sniper rifle? You have to have a bolt-action sniper rifle and a sidearm with a a standard pistol magazine in it. Not one that's got wheels on the bottom that you can run along with that's got 9 million rounds in. It's just we like 15, 22 round. A standard, like Mark 23 pistol mag or... Or a two two six pistol mag, or whatever it's going to be. John, John, Smith, John Smith's going to pair up with you. John Smith. Okay, there we go. Oh, John's got a, John's got a rifle in his picture, so he clearly is a yeah. sniper already. <laughs> there we go. I'll, I'll I will be will, your I, fodder, John. I will dress up as a rock, 
I'm just <laughs> I will be a rock. <laughs> yeah. I will be a tree. And he's gonna go like full these... whatever that guy's name is from the Hunger Games where he like paints on rocks and just lays it. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought it was um that guy in that music video where he's painted like the wall. She didn't have to rock me up. No. that one. <laughs> whatever it's called. I can't remember now. <laughs> Um, and the only other thing I would like is a decent headset that gives me a bit of hearing protection because at the moment I still don't have any ear pro. Um, I, I only run that one. Well, your pelt oil, isn't it? It's got to be. What Andy's yeah, got. Pelt well, that's, yeah, Just... that's what I'm looking into. But again, it would be nice to win something like that. But... Win the pelt oil. I want to try this Code Red one that you've got because I, I, that fascinates me on the... On the well, that's, if you've got a bit, bit, bit of movie there, hearing in one ear like already, one yeah. it'll be good because obviously you're not compromising your ear further by sticking a rubber fucking doinking it are you well can you imagine having two earpieces from two different radios in your ears and then the bone conduction as well like... well I reckon you could get two of these on because obviously I reckon you could put one on standardly like that obviously it goes over so that's how it sits there like that so mm. I reckon you could I reckon you could shoehorn another one in so you could have like two sets of comms there another so you could potentially be running like <laughs> six channels through one head could you imagine if everyone radioed you at once you just oh, fall down like, in a or like you or, or you had six people there to turn your radios on at once yeah frequency <laughs> mode <laughs> <laughs> just so your just your eyeballs just start to bleed and go yeah, yeah. pop out of interest on that does the does the volume dial actually do anything at that point I don't know, can try, you turn try, the volume try. up and down that would be interesting, like racket, racket. Yeah, but I won't hear it going like. Will I? I, won't, I don't. You don't hear the volume go up and down unless someone's talking. No, to but, you. but if you turn you it on full straight up, frequency mode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, hang on, let's let's do science. Hang on, you two talk about yourselves. Um, no, I want to watch your face on this. This is going to be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, while, while, while he's getting that set up, um, Marky Mark sent Ooh. a picture of his SMG mags in the. Uh, are they are they the white sphere tactical? Are they the white sphere tactical ones? I believe oh, they are. Look at this. So, okay. Point proven. We now return to Lance. <laughs> Hello. Who has adorned just his head just some fancy whack headphones. it straight up. So I'm going to turn Off. right. Right, hang on. I don't need to hold. I don't need to hold that, do I? So this is yeah, interactive. Yeah. John learning. said you could put the radio on. Just put the radio on, like the FM radio. No, because I cut the I cut the button out, so I didn't make that mistake. That's <laughs> yeah, why there's tape around the top. Right, yeah, ready. Oh no, that's not quite. That, that's not scary loud at all. That's I heard just that. nice and clear. I heard that. That's not in my. In my it's ears. not in. It's not in my ears. Yeah, that's on full. Can't yeah. turn it up anymore. That's off. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> Stephen said, "Are we about to see a man's head explode live on YouTube?" <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, that's good. I like. I don't think it's the battery. Anything to do with that or anything in the radio? Radio's on full. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. I'd like to have a little feel with them. Blah, blah. And then they'd fine. like to try the headset. Sorry, yeah. no. I thought my breast was charging my radio for a second then, but it's not. The, <laughs> it's just a blip in the battery cell went down one, then back up. I was like, oh, my boobs charge stuff. <laughs> you got magnetic. I never knew that. <laughs> I've got chargeable boobs. Um, I'm conscious that we want to get on and have a chat about Empire events um, things. So I'm just gonna. Cut us short on that a little bit. Uh, I want what? to talk about Lance's very nipples. quickly. Yeah. Um, so this was the basher setup that I used from uh, Empire Events. Uh, I did use my um, my Russian Ratnik bivy there in the back, 
um, but I shared this. This is now my three and a half by four meter DD tarp. Um, and this was the result. So this was the one I was talking about a little, uh, a few weeks ago uh, in terms of... Yeah, the week one before, wasn't it? Sewn, which worked out quite well. Uh, and the other thing I wanted to just share is I was playing around with some comms cord and a poncho while we did some wild camping last weekend and created this little sun shelter using a couple camping poles. Um, and was quite impressed with oh, the comms cord because it, it stood up quite against quite a lot of wind. Mm. Um, I was expecting them It's good just, stuff, mate. You know, did you get it from Dragon yeah. Supplies, did you? I did, I did. I bought yeah. quite My a lot man. of it at one time because I thought, well, this will be useful. Yeah, um, <laughs> it is, mate, it's wicked stuff. It's yeah. really good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, so, it's cool. Nice. You ever need like How did you find that rusty... The, the rusty well i use it for my um for my basher uh, my jungle knots i use comms cord hmm. which is it's nice and small and, and you can tuck it into the eyelet more when you're packing it up or you, i mean on my bigger tarp I, what i did buy is i bought 12 pe packs of um spectacle cases like the little black drawstring bag no oh, yeah just put them for, I, put, I put them on each corner because it's like the family camping sun shelter thing mm -hmm. i put outside of outside the truck and i can just tuck all my way with guidelines into that but um, the comms cord, because it's such sm so small, when you like, wind it around your hand, pull it off, and then you can just tuck it into the little eyelets or into oh, the strap just... in it. It stays there. It's really good. You can buy the pouch. Yeah, the only problem with comms cord is in. that it is so fine that you can lose it quite quickly. <laughs> you mm. know, chuck it chuck it down on the grass. Make sure you put it somewhere safe, because otherwise... Yeah, make sure it's tight on the fluorescent, because it, you, it can you know, blink and it's gone. But, um, yeah, no, the... the, the, the um, your bivy bag how did you find that because obviously it was a hot weekend how did you find mm. that with your it was actually really nice circulation so of air the, and that inside it yeah the ratnet bivy's got two vents in there <coughs> so you've got the one just underneath this little kind of canopy area uh, that one's permanently there and then you can zip down kind of the main flap so you've got airflow right by your head oh that's good uh when i was actually in that the overnight i got in and then just kind of chucked the sleeping bag to one side and i just laid there in pants for quite a while and then it got cold at about one or two in the morning. So at that point, I literally just pulled the sleeping bag over the top of me uh, and used it as a bit of a duvet. And it was, yeah, absolutely perfect. Nice, Marvellous. Lovely, yeah. So, and yes, I know James James said, have you got enough space in there? So I wanted to test the basher. Um, this is the one that I use mostly for uh, hammock camping. But there were two of us in there, so we thought we might as well use the whole thing. So it was very luxurious from as 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 yeah, it looks, so. looks lovely, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's good. I like it, and I like the way you've got the uh, you've got the apex bit pitched up as well for runoff mm. and stuff. Yeah, that was yeah, Ryan's idea. So good, big shout out to him. Well, I really slept like in Ryan. my I slept in my modded bivy bag with my little poles up, and it was jolly comfortable. Yes. I thoroughly enjoyed that, so yeah, I've still got my other bits to do on it, but it was, um, yeah, it worked an absolute treat, so I did have an overnighter in my bag, I didn't film any of it or anything, but um, yeah, it was good. I, I really, really like Ryan. Ryan. I really like Ryan. So just to give some context to that, my brother and I were driving to an event, and then literally he just went, I really like Ryan. <laughs> Who Ryan did, or and your brother? Just, no, my brother. My brother just literally turned. Ryan to me, was in the back. I really oh. like Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Ryan wasn't even with us at the time. <laughs> Ryan threatened. It's just him. really funny. Yeah. Ryan leans forward. I really like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, last bit of news from myself: the bandages, the Nofo bandages, are now in full-scale production. I have a team of. That's got. Um, to that's got to deserve a fanfare. Say isn't elderly it? women. Yeah. They're not elderly women. One of them's my mum. Uh, there's a little local craft group that I have employed to make these. Um, so these will be available. Sure. I haven't quite settled on a price point yet. Um, it reminds me of the nurse from um, 
Oh, from 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 um, Happy Gilmore, where his his nan's in the nursing home, and it's mighty Ben. Aff- is it Ben? Not Ben Affleck. Ben Stiller with a handlebar moustache, oh, yeah. and he's got oh, a order yeah. sweatshop, and he's making blankets and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you will go to sleep when I tell you to go to sleep, or I will put you to sleep. <laughs> okay, the people doing this are not infirm. They're, you know, <laughs> yes, they're not being held against their will or anything like that. When you say team, do you mean an elderly sweatshop? They're not an elderly sweatshop. It's just a little local craft group that I reached out to uh, that my mum's a part of. And I said, look, you know, could you potentially make some of these um, Are they all like the Shreddies ladies sitting there? They are like the Shreddies. Oh, what that was. Yes, mate. (laughs) Knitting Shreddies all day. (laughs) Hopefully they will be available relatively shortly. Well, thank you to Mother Ooh, Fraser exciting. for uh, bringing yes, the uh, bringing her bringing her crew down to do some tailoring for us. Yeah, bringing the man them, bringing the man down. That's the end down. of the news I've got. I've done a few guys have anything else? Not really. Not we're, really. we're half an hour in. and We haven't left the news yet. No, well, I need to change got, my um, display because otherwise we'll never get off. Two weeks worth of news. Two weeks worth of news. Let's get rid of that. Let's change that. Let's get back right, to the castle. End the news. End the news. News is it. So. Uh, River's going to talk about the. <laughs> so have I kidnapped the local WI. Sort <laughs> <Yeah>. of. <laughs> as long as they make pies. That's yeah. All that matters. Put them in his camp. <laughs> make me bandages and bring pies. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the Empire events. It is camp. Um... <laughs> One's gone. <laughs> One's out. <laughs> One's gone out. Uh, I did. She's, I took this. She's... Fu- Currently making her way down the main road. <laughs> I literally took this photo for Mike on holiday. Uh, I'm sending it to you through WhatsApp. You need to show everyone. Actually, because it's completely off topic, we must mention it quickly. So I went to my son's sports day today at school, and I did think of Mike when last I was there. Um, and what it was is I was watching, <laughs> I was watching the, <laughs> I was watching the javelin. Please follow up quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so I was watching the javelin and I, I, was, I was talking to my wife and then I looked back around them and there was about a line of 12 kids all stood like that <laughs> and then they held the javelins up to throw them. <laughs> and I was just like there's a photograph of it <laughs> <laughs> I literally spun around and there was a line of kids doing it and I was just like oh Oh, I see. Now that makes sense. Now that makes sense. I should have watched from the start and not halfway through. Oh, look at that. See, look. That is a searchlight. That was that was massive. I was like, I saw that and I went, Mark Where is like that? that? On, on a ship? That was on the ship. Yeah, that's a big ship searchlight. It was. Fog light thing. That yeah. would be perfect for Mill Sims. That's all I'm saying. Can you imagine wielding that? I, that who made, I wonder who made that. I wonder if that's a German manufacturer or anything. Vessel. <laughs> right, so we're going to talk about the Empire events. Um, recent event. So this was Empire Rising. It was a fantastic event. I think there were 12... Snipers 12, 12 snipers, six teams of two, yep. hung chomping at the bit to get out in this unknown land to them. Yeah, yep. it was good. Yeah, it was it was very good. good. How many? How many DS were there? There were twelve. Twelve, twelve, say? sort of like role-playing DS staff type guys that were there for that. Yeah, yeah. To uh, bring elements to the game, which was good, and I, which I think was very well wanna, received. Lance, do you want to give a bit of a backstory about the event? Because you obviously. We're very heavily involved yeah. in the organization. Involved. And then, if Andy, you then ask some questions. Yeah, I've got a couple of questions that uh, I wrote that. down. So, I'll give you a brief overview of what was uh, the sniper sort of objectives, if you like, for the event. So, basically, um, a, a broad sort of story to 
it was two MI6 or, or two, two secret agents, if you like, were missing in action in this area, in this AO. Um, some certain things had happened, um, and, and obviously, so that the snipers had maps with um, certain objectives, rough areas of where objectives were and what they had to go and find. They had to either secure um, certain evidence, either that being photographs or serial numbers or bits and bobs like that, and that had to be then reported into myself and Kenny. Um, in, a, in a separate individual WhatsApp group that each of the teams had. So, um, for example, there was um, evidence of a UAV being downed, being shot down. So there was actual crash site that they had to try and locate and photograph um, elements of that. Um, there was the actual uh, handheld rocket launcher that they had to locate. Uh, there was a serial number on that that they had to retrieve to, to prove ev to show evidence that had, that had been shot down um, and what weapon was used. Um, there was my I played the part of the living um, agent. Um, they had to come and sort of like, sort of attempt to rescue me um, from two captors that were holding me hostage in a, in, a, in a sort of like a compound area sort of thing, which was right at the back of the map that we sort of um, put put together ourselves. Um, and there was a body that they had to locate, and there was again there was evidence inside a case that the body had handcuffed to its arm, um, and, and, and and bits and bobs like. So there was there was objectives all across the map that they could either choose to do or not do, or they could try and take each other out. Um, and on the on the killing each other sort of or taking out the team side of it so each sniper had 10 dog tags each um, that they started the game with so they had 10 points when they started the game now for every kill so say for example I shot Mike Mike would then take off one of his dog tags and he'd hang it up in the tree or in a very clear area where he was shot and he'd hang it up there for me to collect now I don't have to I didn't have to collect it straight away I could come back to it but there is a chance that another sniper team could come through and see that dog tag and take it for themselves, and that would be points to them, and that's absolutely fine for them to do that. So yeah, you have to be careful if whether you took the chance of retrieving the tag um, to get the point or not. So you had to play that game. Um, objectives completed were two points, um, and some of the um, some of the NPCs also had dog tags on as well, um, which I believe were retrieved by some of the snipers. So again, there was additional points um, that snipers could win uh, by doing that as well. So it was all a points-based game. Uh, throughout the day securing points and then obviously the crescendo of the game was um, when they took me, each each team, each pair had to try and uh, complete the objective that I was involved in because I would then give them a grid reference to where uh, they could launch a signalling mortar from which would then uh, which would then start their evac process if you like and that window of evac was open from 1600 till 1700 so although they might have done my objective first in the morning at about 10 o'clock they wouldn't be able to evac they wouldn't be able to evac until 1600 and the good thing about it was, was that 1600, you've got six sniper pairs trying to evac, and that's that brought in a really good element of um, of some good contacts and stuff like that. So that was really cool. Um, and yeah, we had the with us enough, we providing had, uh, a lot more hounding at that point. As well. <clears throat> Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the MPC, I mean, the, the the feedback I got, I got a lot of messages from all the teams saying, you know, the, your your guys, they played an absolute blinder. Um, it was so good seeing like the patrols and like staying low in cover and watching this patrol go past us and then getting into contacts with them. And we were there to sort of annoy and suppress. And if we did see them or, or they tried contacting us, which they're more than capable of doing, then we could return fire and blah 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 and things like that. And we had like Mike, you sorted out a lot of that. So I don't know if you want to carry on with the sort of the rotations and bits of bobs. The, yeah, that's NTC fine. Staff. So basically, um, we had a team of guys. Uh, I set them up on a kind of standard rotation, really. I think it's something that any event should have for various teams. I've got a picture of the dummy. Oh, sorry. Up, don't worry. Um, <laughs> I wasn't sure if we'd be allowed to. <laughs> no, no, we can show that. Because um, it's a dummy, it's fine. Um, so for any event, you know, it's quite useful if everyone knows what they're doing and then they've got some downtime and stuff. So I kind of set up a bit of a rotor before the event. 
Um, we had a fixed checkpoint located in the site, and then we had some roaming patrols that were running around as well. So we weren't actively hunting any of the snipers, but you know, if if we came across anything that looked a bit suspicious, we obviously shot a little bit of basically classic computer game NPCs. So the you know we we weren't being overly cautious or um, hunting down the enemy as we would probably normally do at events. We're kind of like oh. Yep, nothing here and then we'd kind of carry on walking and stuff um sometimes even like that um the <laughs> event itself uh, i mean there, there was there was some of the objectives and the like which involved taking out some of the npcs um it was quite difficult i know when when i was on sort of stack rotation at that point it, it was quite challenging to not just go i know they're coming and then sort of just basically hit the dirt and light them up because some of them were not very quiet um <laughs> so if you are if you are planning to attend one of the events and you want to be a bit sneaky and stealthy, try to avoid treading on loads of twigs and stuff when you're running yeah. around the woods. <laughs> yeah. Remember, you're not at a skirmish day with hundreds of people. You're you're yeah. at a, a, a small event, a sniper mm. a sniper event, where where your movements and that are pick are going to get picked up from a lot further away than what they would do yeah. at a skirmish day because you've got a lot more movement going on in a skirmish day. Whereas you're in a private woodland that's not an airsoft site. Mm. That's a very natural environment, and mm. it's, not, it's not often that you see two people just sort of like tracking through the woods quickly and six teams of people doing that. It's quite easy to pick up on that yeah. movement. So remaining low, taking your time, keeping quiet is key for this type of event. Absolutely. So we've, we've <laughs> says, been, says the yeah. pro sniper <laughs> who knows everything about sniping. <laughs> so we've been quite lucky and played a, a few games at that event, and like we know that the the terrains quite difficult there especially with the fallen trees is, um, branches is. um it's got it's always seemed to have a uh, a thick layer of leaf cover um what was it like now it's um starting to get summery a bit just gorgeous it, it's just a beautiful, <laughs> such a beautiful place to be <laughs> it's genuine so we were setting i don't know i can't remember sorry andy there was um we, we went up to the far corner of the site to set up the the objective where i was being sort of held captive and having the shit kicked out of me six times throughout the day which was oh, well, really that fun little pick up the top right up the far corner yeah yeah, yeah. so um at one at point we... one of the sniper teams because they were meant to be retrieving lance at one point literally um me and uh pasty was, was just standing there sort of just waiting waiting for them to sort of rock up and all of a sudden this round came in and just took Lance out in the back of the head yeah I was sat there in my chair <laughs> handcuffed and this round came in and I was like right well that's so, they're not getting any so intel out of me now pasty, like, pasty someone shot the hostage oh no <laughs> I was like because I was sort of sitting there thinking fuck I haven't planned for this sort of bit to happen so what I did is I, I quickly found an old scrumple bit of paper and, and scribbled down the, the grid reference for the for the more and I had it in my hand and I sort of wrote the last number as if I was like my dying breath so fuck <laughs> and I held it there and just died on the floor and hopefully I, I thought, look at the breeze look at this piece of paper you must look yeah. at this we, we I, was, I really really hadn't <laughs> planned for to be shot in the head yeah. <laughs> you doing so, death twitches like that like yeah, right. He's, he's looking down over me, and it's just like going on his face. Like, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. Sorry, that was completely off topic. But we were setting up there, and obviously, then one of the white doe were literally like laying in the long oh, yeah, grass yeah, about lovely, yeah. four or five foot away from us, and then just jumped up, just went out across one of the fields. I was just like, oh, 
I, just, I wanted to run across the field singing the uh, sound of music or something at that point. Lovely. <laughs> but yeah, you didn't want to um, go naked. The, site, the, the thing, do you know what it is with that site? Is um, for, for you sniper boys, uh, hopefully, the, um, I'm, I'm sure there'll be more people interested in the next event because the way the first one went was, it, you know, I'm not one to say that, oh, it was perfect. There's a couple of tweaks that Kenny and myself probably will make for the next one. But as far as that very very minor tweaks and that's for for someone who's never done an event before so kudos to kenny for all his sorting mm -hmm. outs and organizational you know the barbecue food he supplied beers he supplied you know it it, it 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 was really good it was brilliant and i think it was the caliber of the players that we had at the event which obviously made it what it was because there was no there was no bitching there was no arguing there was no questioning anything if anyone had a problem that was raised and dealt with there and then, which I've, no one ever came up to me or anything, I've no all 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 positive feedback, which is all you mm -hmm. can ask for. So it was. I, I'd like to thank all the snipers who came along for a start, all the NPC boys that came along. Fantastic effort. But um, but yeah, sorry, sorry. And going back to the site, <laughs> and I was I was, was really I, nice. was, I was making <laughs> yeah. a, I was making a, a point was that it doesn't matter what type of ghillie suit you've got for it because there's areas and swathes of the AO that suit any winter, oh, changes, brown, it? green. Well, I mean, it's like the, think of it like the Crystal Maze, yeah, where you'll start off the first part, if you ever watch the Crystal Maze, if you're as old as me, um, will you start the fans, please, all that. Um, you start off in, like the Aztec <laughs> zone, and then you'll move into futuristic yeah. zone, and then you'll go medieval zone, then you'll go jungles. It's very much like that with the vegetation at this site. So one minute it could be quite brown, you could have a lot of scotch pine, tall evergreens with a lot of brown leaf litter underneath it then you could go into sort of like ferned area where you've got a lot of long grasses you've got brackens and stuff like that then you've got like the big oaks with lots of wide space in between them and then you've got like the chestnut and hazel that's quite tight and sort of like japanesey sort of bamboo looking yeah sort it's of very isn't it it's very very varied it's wicked yeah it's really cool really cool yeah what were the ferns like again were they like just shoulder height head height yeah especially if you're out on the main trails as well you could stand there and you it, it, they're almost sort of coming up and sort of swamping you almost it's just like wow yeah. it's like endor just want wicked to come right endor. now yeah. you know it was so <laughs> lots of wookies where's it bring on the wookies but yeah it was it's um it's really 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 lucky to be able to use that place yeah fantastic yeah the shower was a massive one yes i brought a uh, a friend of mine gave me a British Army issue black solar shower bag. I think it holds like 20 litres, little clear oh, tube, yeah, the yeah. red cap. It? And I literally filled that up because I knew it was going to be a hot one. And uh, I think John stood up on a cool box and hung up on a tall branch in the, in the sort of like, not the safe, there was no safe zone. So as soon as we finished the briefings in the morning, it was glasses on because there was no safe zone that you go back to and take your glasses off until index. So I just made that clip point quite clear at the beginning that there is no safe zone here that you can go and take your glasses off unless you go and sit in your car and do the windows up or something. But that's that was that it was basically um, like the um ncp fob on it yeah so where we were operated out from fob. the mpc fob and then obviously the some of the snipers turned up on the friday night because you was able to you could turn up on the friday get set up chill out have a few beers and a barbecue so you're, you're not rushing around saturday morning to travel and get there and blah 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 blah, blah. but um yeah so we set the shower up and you know, quite a few of the snipers when they come back after the index on the saturday was just like hoods off and that just and it was really good it's a really cool bit of mm. kit and you can get variants of them that are, that are cheaper but I thought, if you've got three or four of them at an event on a big A-frame sort of thing, that the guys can just go and just like, oh, just cool down. It'd be just absolutely yeah, godsend. Yeah, that'd be brilliant, yeah. I think Especially John was out there early in the morning, like little 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 scrub up under the arms now. 
<laughs> little walk across the campsite with tail on your shoulder. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Not yeah. only go to the woods to play with my friends and their balls, I also yeah. play, have a quick shower yeah. with them before. Yeah. And yeah, we all get the boys fully to cleansed in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, no, it was really good. It was a really good event. I cannot wait for the next one because yeah. I'm. Just buzzing. Everyone was just buzzing. Like mm. Saturday night afterwards, everyone was just. It was all good stories. Everyone swapping tales of what happened during the day and and this that and the other. Yeah, that no, was really good. It was good. So, how did the it. dog tag system work? Because obviously that's quite a new idea that uh, you and Kenny came up with. Did you find any problems with that at all, or did that work? Pretty no, well? I, I I was a bit skeptical about it. Like, oh, hanging a dog tag up in the tree, they're going to be able to see it. But when you're actually out there, I mean, obviously as a sniper, if you do take someone out, you've got to remember. Yeah, I remember taking out mm. mate, you'd mate you there, so you need to go back. But then someone can like, sort of lay up another team if they do see like if you took out a pair and you've got two dog tags hanging up in a tree nearby, there's nothing stopping another sniper pair camping that spot, waiting for you to come and retrieve them, taking out you two, and then getting four tags. Yeah, from that location. I mean, to be fair to Kenny, um, we had brother labels with each sniper's name on it. So, so silly Gilly had silly with ten on ten tags, whereas they mm-hmm. were supposed to be engraved. Um, but we couldn't. The, the tags didn't turn up in time to get them engraved. There was it was going to be like a little, little keepsake. You could keep one of them or keep a couple of them for, for the event sort of thing. But oh, unfortunately, awesome, yeah. the, hopefully um, uh, the next one that might be in place. But we'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. But it still worked regardless. You know, it still it was it was cool. Mm-hmm. But it was a nice. I like I said, I was skeptical for all if it falls off this that and the other. But it actually worked really really well. Um, oh, and it was like a nice yeah. trophy. Yeah, I have got silly Gillies dog tag here. Of you know, yeah. guys, it was cool. <laughs> you know, uh, sniper. The NPC team had them as well. That's um, right. I had things. I had them on. I had two dog tags on. I had two the two that you got me for our birthday podcast last year the black ones i thought oh yeah yeah they're going to be the extra special ones and i'm going to have them around my neck and that was another point so if you completed up the objective with me you had two npcs there that you could take out and get a tag off you had two points so that's two points there two points for the completing the objective and potentially another so there's potentially five points to be had for a team yeah and only um, one team only one one team took took the tags off of the two guards Oh really? No one took the tags off of me, and I'd like to thank. And I can't remember because they all look the same. They're all snipers in ghillie suits. Um, <laughs> they're only only uh, one racist. sniper pair. <laughs> racist. Well, Gillius. Yeah, Gillius. I'm going to stick to it as well. Um, but only one of the sniper pair actually tried to revive me and administer first aid. Because <laughs> what it was was um, sort of like the scenario prior to the snipers overrunning our position was. Uh, the guard who's nearest me at the end in his dying breaths just draws his pistol out and just puts a couple of rounds into me just to sort of like oh you'll never take it so that was that so I'm laying there sort of like doing me doing me acty bit with me with blooded bandages and <coughs> coughing up and stuff and only one pair at the entire day <laughs> said mate what can we do can we help and I was just sort of like oh <laughs> <Yeah>. you <laughs> <laughs> I, I like, got too far gone. in Lance's ear as well. Cause, um, <laughs> what an ass. <laughs> at one point, there was a... So, we were obviously having to kind of ham up the fact that Lance is a captive. Um, I just remembered so your accents. We had... Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we, we, we had to roleplay, and Lance has made the point that like some of the roleplay, you know, we, we had competition with some of the various other teams that had been on stag duty at that point. So I was like, okay, that's fine. It's not a problem. So I, I was really hamming up the role play. So I got the old plastic knife out and I was like stabbing Lance in the leg and stuff like that. And <laughs> at one point he was on the ground. So I was like pretending to kick him. But bless him, I really didn't mean to do this. I managed to kick up a massive cloud of dirt right next to his head. It just filled his ear with mud. <laughs> I was just laying there. I was like, 
<laughs> it, the best one was um, so Mike with his, from his previous Amdram career um, thought he'd start peddling his accents as he does on the show quite regularly oh, um, and it, it, the Northern Irish one came out um, and he did it a lot better at a previous event a few years ago than what I heard on, on this event because I think Tom uh, carried out a, or Patsy carried out a little um, patrol up to where the truck was parked up and uh, and Mike sort of turned around and, and I'm going to try and destroy what he said <laughs> but he sort of went hey Tom you give me a cup of baba and I was laying there and I, I was, was like, trying to say Tom can you chuck us a bottle of water but like, <laughs> bottle of water is really hard to say in a Belfast <laughs> and I was like <laughs> I was like dead on the floor and I literally sat and went what did you just say <laughs> what is that what does that even mean I think we need a demonstration. That's not Celtic, is it? You need to give it a go, mate. Oh, dear. Well, see, what, one thing I wanted... Engineer. Uh, can I, hey, Tom, can you chuck us a bottle of water? <laughs> it was worse than that. That was better. Really hard. <laughs> I've been practising. But, yeah, practicing. I, just thought, I just thought, as two snipers laying out there in the undergrowth watching this position, and all you can hear is this... <laughs> I feel like... You're hearing what we're hearing. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, the the premise was is that we were trying to let them know where we were because ultimately they they needed to be able to take the shots on people and mm. it, you know the, mm. that one element wasn't like the tasking for the whole event. They had lots of other things they needed to be getting on and doing. Um, so the premise was is that you know you could ultimately ah oh, right he's talking he's clearly talking to someone else so they know that there's at least two. Um, and the other benefit is, is that if we kind of heard them coming, we could at least turn our backs or shield our faces or hide our groins from the incoming sniper fire. Um, because <laughs> whilst I don't mind anyway. being shot, it's not it's not a major issue. Obviously, if I can avoid being shot in the face, then I will. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, no, it was really really good. It was good. It was very good. Yeah. You know, like I said, a lot of positive feedback in that. So did they? They had a medic rule then. No medic I rules. Presume. No. no so the medic rules. rules so if you got was hit. if you were shot. I think you either did you bug out straight away or did they have a bleed out time? I can't remember off the top of my no, head. No, I meant on the snipers. So, yeah, so snipers is the same. No medic rule for the snipers. So no I, think, medic I believe if they got shot, uh, a clear indication of being hit, and then you walk to the boundary fence, and then you could come back in. I think you. Just, I don't think you have to wait there for five minutes or you. you right. No, there was the, a. I think it was sort of a. I think a, you a, wait at the boundary fence a for a couple of minutes element. or, or yeah. bleed out time at the boundary fence, and then you could come back into the game zone. So. Uh, the way we orientated it was quite a few of the objectives were sort of within the, the AO, sort of like not centralised, but you know within a in an area. So it allowed mm-hmm. if anyone was shot out to walk away from any areas, and then obviously sort of like respawn at the boundary fence line and come back in. And likewise for starting the game, actually, Andy, um, what we did was we had um, one NPC character um, had was assigned to one pair of snipers and. They right. had a designated place that they took the pair to start the, the event off. Right, so, okay, walk, yeah. so, so the sniper pair would out. walk out. Yeah, so the sniper pair would walk mm-hmm. out with the NPC to the boundary fence. And the good thing about the site is that don't climb over any gates, don't climb over any fences, and you will not be out of bounds. So no. good as gold. Yeah, and there's yeah. one bit about red and white hazard tape, which is down towards an area, which is relatively small, but that's very easily explained. But yeah. um, So they walked out, sat them down on the floor, facing out, looking at beautiful views across the fields with a fence in front of them. As soon as they heard the klaxon go, it was game on. So the NPC then could just walk off and leave them to it. And that was it. So nice did, once, so was their respawn point there fixed where they started from, or did they have to? No, nope, just any any boundary anywhere. point in on in the AO, depending on where they were at the time. You know, obviously, if they've got a contact near a boundary position, don't go to that boundary position because that's just a bit 
crap. You know, go to a one that's a little bit further away to give the other team a bit of a chance. You know, you're not going to respawn in behind them then. You know, you know, sort of like a bit unsportsmanlike, isn't it, to do that? So yeah, yeah. that was a sort of like a a, a a local agreement sort of thing. Is that if you if if I'm in a contact here, I'm not going to then go and respawn there. I'm going to walk up to there and then come yeah. back in. Do you know what I mean? Which was fine. You know, there was no problems there at all with that. No. So that was all good. Just want to share this picture of one of the objectives, which was the uh, the the body, mm-hmm. um, which was it, just brilliant, really. Like gen- genuinely, go. I think it was silly. That That's a dummy. It. So YouTube. Oh, that was a dummy. That is a dummy. YouTube. That is a dummy. That is not real. That is tomato sauce. <laughs> is it? But um, Ed actually approached that with a like large amount. Of, he said, it, even when I was nearly on top of it, he said, I didn't re- think that that was actually like a mannequin yeah, or a dummy. That looked- so that's very cool. Yeah, that that probably freaked me out a little bit. So too, where the where the top of that body is there, the shoulder part, you can just see that yeah. black hole. So that is actually the entrance to two old clay fire kilns from back in the day when they used to fire their own like roofing tiles and clay drainage pipes of the fields in an, in this area. So that oh, wow, those tunnels yeah. are actually quite. Obviously, they're not to be gone in, and that's that gone was briefed in, yeah. out at the beginning of the event because they are very very old and unstable. But um, yeah, it's just a nice added feature to see. At the, at the site, you know, and obviously you can see the foliage and that around the area. It's just, oh, it's magical. Yeah, magical. No, it looks really good. Like being yeah. having somewhere like that, so it looks like he's crawling away. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, exactly what really, sort of thing we're going for. Because me and Kenny had done a several walks in the weeks leading up to the events to sort of plan what, where are we going to put this here? Well, if we put that there, and you know, the, sh- the the rocket launcher will be over there because the UAVs come over this way and it's crash land over there, so it sort of makes sense to put it there. And yeah, it's quite good. Yeah, we took our time over it, so. Hopefully, it sort of showed in the event, which was good. Yeah, Peg there was water as well. I mean, that's um, something as well to, to kind of discuss. Is each of the positions had water on? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you can you can just about sort of see it at the bottom of that photo there. Um, yeah, so there was a crater twelve so there was, water there was delivered to each to, objective. Yeah. So if if you know any of the snipers got to an objective, there was water that they could pick up and effectively kind of move on from that point. Did you do the watering points at the natural water sources again? We we thought about it before because of the objectives where they're so well spaced on the map. The, mm. it, it would have been on top of one of them anyhow, so it'd been pretty pointless right, having gotcha, more yeah. water there. Um, so we thought well, let's just keep it at the objectives because they're going to go to each of them anyhow. They, it's going to be brief. There was briefed out at the beginning that there is crates of water at each objective that you can replenish from or just have a quick guzzle and, and leave the bottles there, and we, we, they'll all be collected at the end and stuff. So that worked really well. Yeah, that worked fine. So that was just some, there was a little supply crate. One of the scenarios was to um, locate a supply drop, which was intended for me and my partner. Um, obviously, we never got to it, but it was two um, two uh, mine crates um, which had um, a little bag of goodies in for each of the teams. So there was like there was like six bags in there, and it had a few a few treats in there to keep them going. You know, a few Arribos and bits and bobs like that. And Kenny also put a small packet of um, four eight BBs in a, in a fifty cal ammo can, so they could take one packet of them. To replenish their ammo if they needed to, and obviously they had some some energy stuff there as well to keep them going. So that was quite cool. And we actually set up a mannequin inside the hut um, with like a um, a, uh, a my rust camo sniper hood over him and that, just to give him a little bit as they came through the doorway. Like oh oh oh, a little bit of a little bit of spooky spook. And obviously PID in the hut from distance as well, looking into the hut from where you could see because I, I actually panelled up. Well, I put a couple of old bashes that I had up and ponchos so that mm-hmm. you couldn't just see straight through this hut because it's only got like a Low, less, but just between sort of like thigh high wall around right, the base of it. You, yeah. So I've hung some sheeting up and stuff like that, and some camo netting, just so it was a bit harder to see into the hut. But you could mm-hmm. sort of make out this figure a bit, so they they make him approach with a bit more caution. So that was cool. Yeah, no, that was a good, good little element we liked. 
Yeah. So the main the main yeah. question is, who do you know which team won? Yes, it, it was, was. Yeah, it was. It was. Who uh, do you think Silly it was? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Silly Gilly won. And I mean, Silly it was interesting Gilly. actually looking at the the range. I can't of remember his. I can remember his partner's name and and smack for that. I should have. Oh, I can't remember his name now. Bugger, not bugger. I'll take it. Out. I'll take it. <laughs> Silly out. Gilly and bugger. Insta. Yeah. <laughs> But no, they, were, they were a cracking pet. He had a yeah. The the guy he was with had a, a the handlebar mustache, didn't he? That's right. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely yeah. smashing. Uh, James, his name was James. So James and Ed, silly gilly, and I can't think of the. Oh, is he? Is is James? Um. Oh, Devil something airsoft. Oh, maybe that's not him. Oh, I can't remember now. But anyhow, brilliant. And it was quite. I think it was quite close oh, actually. The first and second places. Yeah. I'm sure. But, yeah, no, it was. Yeah, it was it, I mean, it was. It was. It was really interesting <coughs> to see because um, there were a lot of teams there. So I think some of them had been sniping for a while, um, and then obviously you've got people that. You know, well, there's a father and son I'm, team there. I'm that not going to blow see. Silly Gilly's trumpet too much, but ultimately, he, you know, he is widely recognised in airsoft as being quite a good, quite a good Gillie sniper. Mm-hmm. Um, I there were obviously others that I hadn't heard of, so I don't know their level of competency or how long they've been doing it but it was just really interesting to meet people and and kind of see how different people approach different activities and targets and the like and kind of uh yeah it was just it yeah. genuinely i mean even from the fact that we weren't there as players it was just a cracking event it was um, good yeah i think it made all the better from seeing the positive reaction from all the snipers coming back in and everyone's just sort of buzzing mm-hmm. off of it you know i mean like i said you know the, you, we had some great pairs there There was a father and son pair there and they done really well It was great to see them cutting about it was really cool to see that um, yeah, just all really positive. It was it, it was really good. It was really good to see. Uh, there's a few comments that have come in um, from the audience. Just want to just cover some of those. Um, so Terry says, "Can I just thank you all and Kenny Empire Events for letting me and the other lads being a part of this event?" Um, Absolutely, no. Couldn't have done it without you, Tell Top man and the boys. Um, Guy Walker and Les says, "When do we plan the next one? Any dates yet?" Uh, no dates as such, but yeah, but you know, stand by your beds, chaps, because I can't see it being too far away. So um, I'm going to be talking with Kenny hopefully this weekend um, and getting something in the pipeline. Um, but we'll, now, obviously, the, with the positive reaction we've had from the first one, um, we'll hopefully have a bit more time uh, for people to get the information on the event and get booked on and that. Because obviously, from when we announced when it was going to when the actual event was, was quite a short window. Yeah, quite so. a short window, wasn't it? Um, but yeah, and obviously it was a bit of an unknown. It was like, oh, what do I do? Do I do this or not? I'm not really sure. So I think a lot of people are waiting for the feedback to come out from the first event, like the from the once all the guinea pigs have had their first go at it, um, <laughs> which has all been really positive. So and obviously there's nothing stopping the guys that took part in this one taking part in the next one because obviously although Ed and James won this first round, mm-hmm. there's nothing stopping them the, the the other five teams coming back in and having another crack at it and getting a place for the for this grand final that's going to be, that'll be coming up so um so yeah All definitely right. keep keep so keep can posting. ed and james not enter again i'm guessing they could do with um whether they whether it's a thing of if they won they'd automatically just sort of like default their place to the to whoever came second to the next one I mean? yeah. just so they could still take part or something like that maybe mm-hmm. but that's something we have to look at with or, or something kenny would have to decide of course but um but yeah, no, it's it, it's just brilliant. Just thinking about it, it's just like makes me smile. <laughs> <laughs> More so for uh, Kenny because I've known him for many years, and it's just great to yeah, see it go well for him, yeah. basically. So, the little uh, it shit. Was just one of those. Um, <laughs> it 
it was just one of those sort of events it was quite an intimate event because obviously you don't some of these events we have like 800 people there it you know you, you're almost just a number at that point in, in terms of the the event itself whereas this kind of felt you're like you're a big part of it um everyone was just like really sociable and friendly there's obviously the kind of barbecue afterwards which was nice mm-hmm. um oh fire, huge thank you fire. to john for um for oh, cooking up a hot. storm yes massive thank you for, for cooking john. a storm up on the barbecue in the <laughs> evening for us the <laughs> resident november foxtrot uh chef, chef. shall we say <laughs> yeah. for the event yeah it was nice i really done, want to mate. call him cookie i think it's such a good nickname for him cookie john, cookie john. Cool sign, cool sign and, then cookie. He, and then he knocked up bacon and sausage sandwiches in the morning on the sunday wow. morning whilst we was clearing up so that was all good john i'll have you around yeah. later you can <laughs> absolutely <laughs> Uh, Les says, well done to Mike for sorting the NPC team. Not a problem, mate. Really enjoyed it. Uh, Pegasus, can someone make sure Andy pencils uh, the next event in his diary this time? It, it, was, yeah. it was not my fault. Yeah. <laughs> I have a wife. <laughs> yeah, your fault. Um, Pegasus, so Pegasus was on the NPC team. He says it was also mm-hmm. tricky to get in the mindset of not shooting on sight. I mean, that, that was the challenge for the NPC team because I had to constantly kind of like go, guys, calm down. You haven't seen anything. It's like, yeah, but there's someone over there. It's like, no, you haven't seen anything. <laughs> no, you haven't seen the snipers yeah. over there, okay? Um, what what <laughs> was quite fun from them. the NPC team at the end of the kind of uh, the event, um, we wanted to kind of put a bit of pressure on them because obviously they've got to get to the... Uh, extraction uh, point and, and the like and sort of they're, they're already fighting but we thought well, we'll just form like a big extended line and basically just walk through the tree line just blapping anything that moves at one point so that, that was quite good fun <laughs> bit, pre- bit predator with a minigun at the end just yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> didn't hit a goddamn thing <laughs> <laughs> uh, Harry says apparently Josh has been running dog tags at his events for the last couple of months uh, I 3D printed about 500 of them in various colours worked really well on the NARM game at Eversley so oh Harry like I might put you in touch with Kenny there mate uh, yeah yes 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 becoming more of a thing at events it was, mm, it's cool. yeah. it was good it's, it was really cool nice. it's like i say it's like trophy thing it's like oh, i've got to kill bash got a kill <laughs> yeah <laughs> um oh white's for tactical just sent a love heart oh, oh. Okay. nice one lads. <laughs> wonder who that off. one is who's that <laughs> yeah we were absolute that off. beaut so we can't thank you enough for that gentlemen thank you I wonder who that is, Jake or Steve? Hi, both Jake of you. Or Steve. Right, let's let's roll on to the hot weather stuff because um, I'm conscious that it is hot weather at the moment, and we do need to kind of cover that off. So we are going to have a quick quickly. Chat about, <laughs> yeah, because we're conscious of the time. Because it's um, hot in the loft. Yeah, it's very warm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the main thing, water. Just, just make sure mm-hmm. you've got water or you've got water source. You, you've got the ability to keep yourself hydrated because there is nothing worse than you running around to get a bit of heat exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to take you out very, very quickly. Yeah, um, absolutely. Oh, your sweaty neckband thing. That works brilliant. Yep. Mine went a bit... Mine, I've not used it. mine since. Mine went a bit... I did get the old man one, though, for the allotment, and he, he, like, he likes that one. He just dips it in the water trough when he gets down there because he's an absolute animal. I'm just like, yeah, So what happened to yours then? I'm interested because I've run mine for I ages. Think I, I didn't use mine for so long that when I actually soaked it in water, it literally just came out like a stick still. It just wouldn't go wibbly-wobbly. Huh. Oh. So I don't know whether I've burst my bag or something. I don't know. But it, it oh. remained rigid. <laughs> 
you do. I mean, you do. So when when it dries, you have to let it dry slowly if you want to. If you're going to dry it out completely. How do you control how slowly it dries though? You, well, you <laughs> drying is drying. Whack it in an oven or like. I just didn't, no, out, I just like, left just it. it. Just it was just there. He put it in an oven. I, I think <laughs> I usually left it on the draining board <laughs> in the kitchen. Yeah, draining board in the kitchen, Jobby. And when it was sort of dry, I just sort of I think I just packed it away. And then when I had to use it again, it just. Oh, okay. It was so a wreck. It might be if you just leave it, it was. in water for a long time. R- rigor, mor- <laughs> rigor mortis is set in by that point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took mine and didn't end up using it, but those those sort of little devices that you use to keep yourself cool mm-hmm. are obviously really mm-hmm. helpful. Um, and obviously shade. Cream. Get in the shade whenever you can. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you've got to get into cover, get into shade. Especially in these... Because it was bloody hot. Yeah. You know, and and kudos to one of the sniper teams who actually who actually exfilled earlier. Um, they had completed all the objectives and stuff like that, but they chose not to do the actual exfil between sixteen hundred and fifteen hundred. I think because they were both just feeling the effects of the heat and that, and they just said, "Look, we're just going to call it now." Absolutely not a problem because nice. That's just sensible. If you if you are really feeling it, just go back, get that bloody great Wookie suit off or whatever it is, get under the shower. Get some water down, yeah. Sit in the shade, just take that take that load off, you know. Replenish, you oh. know, the old isotonic drinks, so salt replaced with diary di- mm-hmm. light, anything like that, just to replenish. You you will be sweating tons. So After all, it is only thing. a hobby. There's no point actually like killing yourself. That's it, mate. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, the hot weather. I mean, it's the main thing, and it is plenty of water, plenty of fluids, replacing the salts that you're going to be losing if you're sweating. Sunscreen, insect repellent, keep it in the shade. I mean, Tick tool cover all them. Tick tools. Tick tools. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> sun cream's obviously another one that I do yeah. want to specifically mention because um, I have been to a number of events now. Uh, the first one that really springs to mind was a Legion event down at Lid, where one of the Op 4 guys was running around in a t shirt for the entire day. Uh, this, this chap was oh. a, a ginger, um, and I promise you not, he came back at the end of the day. He was as red as a strawberry. He, I, I, can only assume went home and just basically spent the next three days in after sun um, because like it, it is a nightmare if you get sunburn or anything like that your skin starts peeling off and everything mm-hmm. like that just a bit of sun cream in your kit it goes a long way just you know obviously reapply when you need to it doesn't mm. take two minutes um, so yeah yeah it's not it's not cool to not put suntan lotion on I don't think Oh look at me! I'm a big hard man because I don't. Well, wear they should make cream. a camo one, like a, like a green or something like that. That'd be cool. Wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, my missus picked up <laughs> a good one the other day. Mean... It's actually an aerosol spray one now, rather than the cream that you have to rub it. Yeah, yeah. Sh- which is quite good. Yeah. Mm. Just uh, also, I, I always on hot days, I always take a. Sp- I make sure that I've got a spare shirt because if you're sweating and you're just getting that soaking wet and wringing wet. At the end of the day, where you get a bit of downtime, just being able to change that shirt mm. quickly. Oh, definitely, mate. Yeah, just get yourself comfortable, you know. But yeah. it, again, it's the, the the big one in the heat when you're carrying all that kit and you're Wars. running around the woods like a numpty. Um, is keeping that water replenished. It's mm-hmm. absolutely vital keeping that water replenished, 100%. and that's why it was a big thing of like this event having all them crates of waters at each objective, mm-hmm. so if snipers could get there and whilst they're taking a photograph, you know, guzzling a five hundred mil of water or, or taking a couple of them and chucking them in a pack, you know. So it's um yeah it's a big one big big one, water is the thing, water. Harry has yeah. asked a question about can you properly define what heat stroke is please? Um, Ooh. Basically, uh, I think he's asked rage, but I'm just going to pull it up because I managed to find it on Google as well. So Headaches. there's a, obviously a difference between heat stroke and heat exhaustion. 
So heat exhaustion is where your body gets too hot. If not treated quickly, it then can then turn into heat stroke, which can actually be life-threatening. Yeah. Signs of heat exhaustion include headache, dizziness, and confusion, feeling sick and cramps. The main way to treat heat exhaustion is to cool down by moving to a cool place and drinking plenty of fluids. And to avoid heat exhaustion during hot weather or exercise, drink plenty of cold drinks, take, take cool showers, and wear light-coloured loose clothing. Heat stroke is one of the most serious heat-related illnesses. It occurs when the body can no longer control its temperature, and the body's temperature rises rapidly, the sweating mechanism fails, and the body is unable to cool down. When heat stroke occurs, the body temperature can apparently rise to 106 degrees Fahrenheit or higher within 10 to 15 Ooh. minutes. I don't know what Fahrenheit that's when you because in... that's when the whole um sort of like mental fatigue yeah, comes yeah. between and you start talking <coughs> that's absolute 41 degrees gook. C um, yeah for those that's when you... Celsius yeah that's when you're in trouble so, yeah that's the heat stroke so, and that's the big off yeah, that's the yeah, big that's one the... is the heat stroke is when you actually start you'll you'll be making no yeah, sense you'll be an absolute blibbering yeah, mess yeah. of just like nonsense that's the big one to watch out for um, but yeah, a lot of people say heat stroke when they're just like just overheated a little bit or thirsty. Yeah, heat, <laughs> thirsty. Yeah, just yeah, tired, had, fatigued. Uh, you know, there's a big, there's a big difference. Yeah, we had one lad, one poor lad at um, Shifty Rifts, um, and they came. These friends came running over and said he's got heat stroke. So obviously our paramedic team, and I know uh, one of them is definitely listening because he said that he's a listener. Um, went up there Tom and they, um, they they sorted him out. Um, that, that and they said it was just exhaustion, heat exhaustion. Um, I remember, mate, Aaron. He told me one. I think was it three sips every three minutes or something for three hours. If someone goes down with it, it's just three sips of water every three minutes mm-hmm. or, or something like that. There's a, there's a there's a numeric thing. I have to look. I'll have to ask him again about it. But we we spoke about it a while ago. I think ago. we did cover it on our hydration episode. We might have to revisit we did, the hydration yeah. one. Yeah, um, perhaps we should now with the uh, with the with the months being the months that they are. When we do mm-hmm. a, a hydro ratio, it's only getting hot. Only getting hotter. It's going to be a scorcher next it week. Is. Apparently, girls and boys yeah. up in the thirties. They reckon. Shamon, I love it. Harry says we had a farm in Marshall, and he explained that radial cooling, which is putting your hands or feet into cool water, mm. will help as well. Yeah, so. the worst thing to do is chuck water over them. I got hot when I was. Um, I did that seventy-two holes of. Well, I thought I did four rounds of eighteen holes for men's prostate cancer uh, last year and yep. it was the hottest day of the year like when they actually put it out on the news if you don't have to go outside don't go outside and it was like well the only time we could all make it was on that day and I was like no it's for charity I'm going to risk it for the biscuit so we, we were very sensible <laughs> yeah. loads of sun cream plenty of shade hats uh, cool boxes at the ninth hole to replenish water and that mm-hmm. and I think me and Dan it got to the second round so it was like the second round of 18 and there was a pond and it was just literally like I don't even care that it's full of frog spawn. Yeah, (laughs) it's steaming, lovely and cold. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was good to remain cool down. I mean, even using a basher to make a little um, makeshift shelter or something like that. You know, if you've got a um, Mm. couple of basher poles or something like that, you can obviously basically build something out in the field. Um, that's why I love webbing as well in the shade. summer like wearing belt kit in the summertime because you literally when you if you do stop and you're, you're back at it's literally a case of just click the belt and it's just off and it's just yeah. that quick you know it's a lot quicker than having yeah. to take a plate carrier off and stuff like that you know and it's easy just to whip it back on quickly mm-hmm. sorry I do yeah, like belt like, kit in there yeah that's why I like my chest rig because mm. literally just your belt belt yeah 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 that's it yeah just, it's nice and light front, and that's it job done mm. yeah don't, don't um, in this sort of weather don't run around in a 
fully weighted um, uh, plate carrier. Because <laughs> 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 yeah, don't run around with eight kilos of extra weight. On that weight. front, I'm, Point, yeah. I'm buying some plates. Good. Hey. Yes. Yeah. Make sure you so use I'm, them all I'm, the time. Hottest day of the year. Fucking no, <laughs> that's the plan. I, I just need to size up the. Um, well, I've got my new um, chest rig. I'm going to be playing mm. around with in hot, but um, I need to size up my plate carrier. But yeah, I'm uh, going to be getting some weighted plates. So. Lovely. See what, what's goes. your plate carrier? The DCS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, the one yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll send you the link to the ones I got because they fit in my DCS perfect. Yeah, if you wouldn't mind, that'd be yeah. helpful. Please. I think they're eight or. or um, think I'm not, not going to go each. full extreme. I'm going to go you know, entry level. Um, just just eight kilos, because... mate. Four kilos each side. Yeah. yeah, but I already carry enough of that, don't I? That's fine. <laughs> yeah. You'll find you'll find how much more comfortable that sits as well. Yeah, yeah. It's game it sits amazing. Although, don't do what one of our listeners did, uh, Tony Perrot or Pony Tony. Um, put the weighted plates on first game out. Managed to break his ankle. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, go for <laughs> yeah. a stroll in them. Yeah, get yourself used to it first of all. <laughs> don't just go. Yeah. Full ham <laughs> first well, game. I have already, you know, yes, for, for previous listeners to the show, I, I have already fallen over into that pile and given myself a pulmonary edema in my leg. Um, so I can imagine only how, how much harder I will be able to fall with yeah. an extra yeah. weight in my chest. <laughs> I just awesome. Yeah, Pegasus says you can't stop me, Andy. Weighted plates are life. Yes, but this guy's a nutter. So don't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> Quality. Um, the other thing I wanted to just mention as well in terms of summer kit is obviously have a little look at the clothing that you've got on. So in the winter, you probably find that combat trousers and the like are perfectly fine. You know, they're obviously cheaper ones can be really thick material, uh, which makes them really rugged and stuff like that. But you might find that you want to have a look at a cooler alternative. Um, so I think you can get them with some light, more lightweight materials in. I think that they do. I've read somewhere there's like a summer trouser that you can buy, which is designed as a more yeah. Jungle, looking option. at your jungle kit and stuff like that as well. Yeah. yeah. Quick uh, wicking. The, that was a phrase. Yeah. That was a power phrase from the previous yeah, episode, yeah, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I like a bit of quick wicking. The G threes, the G three uh, combat trousers are quite good because they've got lots of extra stretchy areas which are actually quite breathable. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not fully covered in um, like thick camo. Um, you've actually got some stretchy parts around the butt, around the hole in the knees, your groin, your ass, all the places that you sweat. Nice, nice. You want that, you want, you want that away from there as quickly yeah. as possible. And remember, obviously, your step ones and your Under Armour cycling shorts because yep, chub rub definitely. is a thing. It is massively, and it and it floors all of us at some point. Yeah. Especially and if you do if suffer sweating. from chub rub, a little bit of germaline or some sort of like alternative cream. Basically, like the I, I always like germaline because it's got an anaesthetic and an antiseptic, um, which generally kind of kills off some of the pain, helps sort of lubricate the area. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, I won't use this because it was literally last weekend, but I did this while camping on Dartmoor and suffered a little bit with the the old chub rub because it was bloody hot. Um, and yeah, literally just have a little pause. Get a bit of Germany. As soon as you start feeling uncomfortable, deal with it. Don't try and push on for another half an hour because I've done that before and it just makes things worse and it's a lot harder to fix. And it's the same with blisters as well. If you immediately start to notice that your feet are starting to overheat or you're getting a little bit of pain somewhere, deal with it there and then. Don't let it kind of persist because it will just make everything worse. No, fair play, mate. Good point. Absolutely valid points. 
That is the worst. It's when you get it on the in, in, on the inner thigh and at the crease almost a bit, and it's just yeah, like that yeah. line of, and it's like almost raised and bobbly in it. I'm just like, oh fuck me, that hurts. Yeah, heat and rash is another one. And obviously it? with the and the good thing about the underarmers and the step ones is that I've had it before where I've just worn normal cotton boxes that I think are like quite mm-hmm. like supportive in that, but then just through the day they've just gone down a bit and they've just, they've sort of gathered up in, on the inner thigh and it's just rubbed yeah. and rubbed and rubbed. And it's like, like wearing a cheese wire. Yeah, fuck <laughs> that really Although, hurts. Pro tip, pro tip on the on, on the um, step one. G strings. No, turn them round, turn them inside out, because it reduces you. All the stitching is all on the inside. If you turn them inside out, the stitching's on the outside, and you've got less chance of it rubbing. Ah, top ah. pro tip. Yeah. There you go. Give that a go. Furry muff. I like the sound mm. of that. It does work because I do it at work. Do you guys? Do you, I'm going to use this term. Do you guys go stick with the whole uh, talcum powder? No. Well, talc up. Talcum powder down there. I've yeah, never really talc up down there. I only use it in my feet. No. I usually talc. I don't ever really talc up around there. No, I don't the talcum end. powder there. Especially if I'm running around, I basically make cookies. Around the old John it's Thomas. Just... Or... <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? I missed that. I completely missed that. You only talc up when you make cookies. No, I said if I talc up too much, I end up making just basically making cookies in my groin. <laughs> <laughs> making cookies. Oh, nice. Mmm. <laughs> Remind me never to eat baked goods that you bring to an event. Oh, Lance, I bought these cookies. Lance, I bought you these cookies. Would you like to try one? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> on that bombshell, I think that's probably to be fair. I mean, I know it's a bit of a stop whistle tool, but ultimately, those are the top tips for um, trying to keep cool. I mean, have a yeah. look at some of these devices in terms of um, we, we've obviously talked about the uh, the neck cooling scarf. Um, that mm-hmm. you can buy. I think that's from BCB. Uh, there's obviously you can get the little fans as well. Might just be worth having it in your kit so that if you do pause at any point, you can actually just kind of cool down a bit quicker. Yeah, I mean, even if it comes to an event, like you do an octo and you can take a cooler or something or a cool box with you, you know, freeze a few bottles, a few litres of water and put it in the bottom of the yeah. cool box or something like that. Because not only then is it going to keep your food, goods and stuff like that cold in there or whatever it is you've got, but then by the time it does melt down a bit, you've got a nice ice mm-hmm. cold drink, you know, just to, when you get back mm-hmm. and it's all index and that, you can just sit there and just, I know they say it's not great to have a nice cold, but it is, it feels nice, yeah. doesn't it? Let's be honest. <laughs> Maybe I, you just I tip some to, over your face. Yeah. <laughs> on, on like really hot days that I'm playing, I know you're not meant to, but I do. I freeze my um, um, water bladder, mm. but I don't yeah, fill it all do. the way up to the top. Or even just don't, ice cubes in it. it even just bang yeah. a load of ice cubes, or fill it with ice cubes and then top it up with water. And my yeah. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> it could suck a golf ball out. for yeah. a garden hose. <laughs> but obviously, if you've got it on your back and you're running around, it it, it melts and you've got lovely cool water. Yeah. Ooh, or you've yeah. got those why, ice why is Andy plates? suffering from heat exhaustion he's got like four litres on him because he can't get any of it out it's all yeah. frozen <laughs> look around at him he's just like boss eye like all those ice plates there's a meme <laughs> there's a meme <laughs> oh, dear. Um, we'll have to we'll have, we will recover hydration in the future because uh, mm-hmm. relatively soon because obviously that's that's a major thing ultimately if you're hydrated and you're keeping yourself uh, topped up with liquids that's going to be a massive game changer for it will uh, do yeah fighting heat exhaustion the like so absolutely keep them liquids topped up ladies and gents cool right on that note i'm conscious of the time so we will probably call it an end um buy me a coffee show, 
<laughs> if you want to get in yeah. touch with the show, you can do so on our email at nofochat@hotmail.com. Our Instagram is at November underscore Foxtrot underscore Nofo, and our website is NovemberFoxtrot.co.uk. We will be adding the White Sphere Tactical discount code to the Intel section on that. Um, yep, there's a few other much, little guys. bits and pieces that will be popping up hopefully in the next couple of weeks as well. Uh, we will notify you about that when it does. Um, My hat genuinely hat. matches the podcast. It does. It's nice. Yeah. Well done, Lance. Not, not um, a branded item. If you want to get in touch with us individually, you can also do so on our own Instagrams. Connor, my man. Names. We've got Connor from Gravy Seals Airsoft in-house, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, hello, oh. Connor. Welcome along, sir. Welcome it along. Welcome. I was just showing off my new hat. Um, you, you, were, you, you made it for the premiere. Well done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, next week, uh, we're going to have uh, uh, Taig from Kylex Customs on the show. We are going to be chatting to Ooh, him about to that. a variety of bits and pieces. Ooh. He's obviously um, an airsofter. He's started his own business relating to airsoft, but I think that's now taken off and he's doing all sorts of cool Massively. things. Massively. Yeah. Massively. So we're going to have a. If you don't have a quite so have any... older. Oh, I thought you were going to do the. If you're not at the beach, where you at? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what that is. Oh, what do you guys need to get on on social media more? (laughs) Others will. No, 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 no. You two may not know. Others know where that comes from. Others know. So, yeah, if you have any questions for him, please feel free to throw them at us if you can't make the live or during the live. Obviously, we'll have a bit of a QA going as well. Uh, I was going to mention the Buy Me a Coffee, but Lance kind of already mentioned it. If you are in any way interested in supporting the show, have a look at our website. We've got a little link to a buy me a coffee that you can. Thank you to all those who signed up currently. Financially. Yes, greatly, thank you greatly so much. appreciated. Yes, um, we get to do more bullshit much. and bring yeah. more stuff. <laughs> yeah. so all good things for everyone. And um, obviously, if you have enjoyed tonight's episode or any episodes, hit that like button. No, specifically tonight. <laughs> no, just tonight. Just tonight. Hit, oh, we've got new. Hit, um, oh, hit the, the like button. The old ones. The new, the new cards, were they in the small box or the big box? What? Oh, just shush, Andy. Oh, they're the new ones. <laughs> new cards, what? if you see it at events. Apparently we're having oh, yeah. a senior moment. <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're not. They're, <laughs> no, they are. No, new, card. The new, new, cards. new new NoFo cards, so come and see us yep. at events. Get yourself a card and sticker. Got stickers. We've got so, stickers. Yeah. stickers. All good things, yes, all good things. Stickers, stickers yes. there. There it is. On that note, say goodbye, guys. And we should... Oh Goodbye, no, we haven't guys. done the words. The closing, closing oh. words. Whose turn is it? Let's... I think it's Lance's turn. Lance's we missed last turn. week. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we all missed last week. There you go. Done. Brilliant. <laughs> we all missed last week. That's my closing words. We'll see you next week. Have a fantastic week. And yeah, back at. You said week far too many times. Lots yeah, of week, weeks week. Then. week, 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 in a week, week. Ciao, Bella. Week. Stay Ciao. no foe. Stay no foe. Week, 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 week,